The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Uh, we have some breaking news about a presidential announce- announcement. We'll get to that in just a second here. Uh, tomorrow, Bill O'Reilly is going to be on the show. Uh, we still have to get to the uh, two girls who are 11 and 12 years old planning the murder of uh, 15 kids at their school. Fortunately, that was all averted. Uh, and some amazingly fun news about a retired general who believes that uh, China is likely, we're likely to be at war with China within 15 years. So we got that going for us. Mm, good. Yeah, all, all those things are, um, you know, pretty exciting. Happy Tuesday. And of course, yeah, caravan is on its way. the caravan is on its way. And the members of the caravan are demanding that they be allowed into our country. Demanding it. <clears throat> you know, if, if you live in another country, you do not have the right to enter the United States whenever and however you please. It's a, it's a privilege to live in the United States of America, not a right. When the first thing you do on U.S. soil is break our law, uh, that's a sign that you don't respect us. and You don't respect our sovereignty. And it certainly shows a lack of respect for all those who have struggled and waited and have come here the right way, the legal way. It's a slap in the face to every person who's ever immigrated legally. And we always hear from the left that the Statue of Liberty proclaims, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses to breathe free. Yes, yeah, it does say that. But we also have to know who you are, who who your huddled masses are, why you're here, and what you plan to do while you're here. That's why there is Ellis Island, by the way, to document those who are, were arriving. Could we also note, perhaps, that things have changed a little bit since 1850? For one thing, uh, in 1850, when uh, immigration was really kicking into gear, there were 23 million people in this country. Now... There are 326 million. We've increased in population by 14-fold. Things have changed. We don't need the sheer volume of people here anymore. There's also a much larger government today than there was back then. Those immigrants were not pampered and coddled and taken care of. When they got here, they were expected to pull their own weight, figure out their own living, and they benefited from that. That's why so many of them became successful because of that. Those immigrants, like my grandmother, demanded that their children speak English and English only. My family spoke Gaelic, coming as they did from Ireland. But she told them from the start, we're in America now. You will speak English and English only. It's one of the reasons those immigrants succeeded here. They assimilated. To them, America was everything. It wasn't just a place they could suck all the marrow out of and then leave the hollow bone to rot. It was a place they considered almost sacred. And they wanted to be a part of it, not make it a part of where they just came from. 
What sense does it make when you're in such desperate straits in a country like, say, Honduras or Venezuela? You're so miserable there. You're willing to put everything on the line, including your very life, the life of your family, your children, and walk 2,600 miles to get here. Then you wave Honduran flags in our faces. Refuse to learn a language and vote for all the things that crushed Honduras and Venezuela in the first place. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. It is not hateful to expect those coming here for a better life to make some concessions to their new home. In fact, it's the opposite of hateful. It shows that you actually do care about them and want them to be able to climb out of the lowest segment of our society eventually. The hateful policy is encouraging them to speak only their native tongue that's what's hateful there's no reason for them to to change at all that's what's hateful and help them realize that their culture uh their language is in fact superior to ours thus it's discriminatory to encourage even the slightest change in their life so what happens in this current environment immigrants all tend to congregate and Yeah, even segregate themselves into certain areas of like-minded, like-cultured people who speak the same native language they do. All of which is creating little factions of communities that are fractured from our country, sequestered in ever-expanding enclaves that prevent unity from ever happening. Separation is blatantly promoted by the left to keep every immigrant here totally dependent on left-wing generosity. They want you to keep your language. They want you to keep your food, keep your culture, your entire culture. And don't you dare let anyone tell you anything else. We don't need or want to be unified. Together, a melting pot. Nope. Nope. We want to create a wonderful balkanized version of America. To the left, unity is hate. Diversity is what they worship. And it's killing us. And it's killing them. It's crushing them. It's keeping them down at the lowest rung of our society. So, um, yeah, it's, it's time to do something about the border. And it's time to do something about the 22, 25 million, 30 million illegals that are here now. I love it that they still give the 11 million figure. 11 million was a figure they used in 2002. We first started talking about this, 2001, 2002 in Houston. And uh, that's the figure that they used at that time. Oh, okay, so it hasn't grown at all since then? Really? Despite the fact that 3 million people a year come here illegally? And we catch maybe 1 million of them? It's pathetic. I mean, it's... It's a lie. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's why the president is sending 5,000 troops to the border right now. And under the latest plan, he's going to split up uh, about 1,800 into Texas. 1,700 will go to Arizona, 1,500 to California. That's the plan so far. The troops will be drawn from about 10 U.S. Army installations and be uh, largely military police and engineers. There's also going to be some Marines deployed. So that's the current plan to try to do something 
about this caravan on the way. These 8,000, 10,000 people that are on the way here expecting, demanding to be let in. And then once they have their children, those are automatically citizens. President is also, breaking news, planning to do something about that. He's planning an executive order ending birthright citizenship. Here's his announcement. On immigration, some legal scholars believe you can get rid of birthright citizenship without changing the Constitution. With an executive order. Exactly. Right. Uh, Have you thought about that? Yes. Tell me more. It was always told to me that you needed a constitutional amendment. Guess what? You don't. You don't. Number one. Number one, you don't need that. Number two, I mean, that's in dispute. You could definitely that's very much in dispute. Well, you can definitely do it with an act of Congress, but now they're saying I can do it just with an executive order. Now, how ridiculous. We're the only country in the world where a person comes in, has a baby, and the baby is essentially a citizen of the United States for 85 years with all of those benefits. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it has to end. Um, have you talked about that with counsel? Yeah. I have. So we're in the process. It's in the process. It'll happen. With an executive order. That's Hmm. what you're talking about, right? Yeah, it's a very interesting question. I didn't think anybody knew that but me. I thought I was the only one. (laughs) Jonathan, I've got a good guess. Good guess. Wow. (laughs) So that was the Axios interview Hmm. where uh, he spilled the beans, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. Didn't really say when that executive order is going to come, but he did say there would be an an executive order to end birthright citizenship. Good. Do you need a constitutional amendment? I don't think so. And yeah, it is in dispute because of the interpretation of the 14th Amendment. I don't think it says that if you come here illegally, uh, you will automatically be granted citizenship if you have a baby here. (laughs) I think yeah, and that's obviously been completely abused. It was supposed to uh, deal with former slaves. Right. And, that wasn't um, about people who came here illegally from other places. Yeah. Here's what it says. Okay. All persons born or naturalized in the United States and subject to the jurisdiction thereof are citizens of the United States and of the state wherein they reside. So all persons born or naturalized. So, so the purpose of this amendment was to say, look, if you've been a slave and... You uh, have children. That your children are are citizens. Yeah, you're not property. You're you're now a person. Right. And right. in being so, any person born in this country is an American citizen. No state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges of immunities of citizens in the United States. Nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or prof- property without due process of law. So it gets out of that realm after that well, but you know no actually no it's saying there that you're a citizen of this country mm-hmm. so you being a citizen you be of a of state that may be for slavery doesn't supersede your citizenship to the united states as a country right and they had to do that because of what the south was doing to to uh former slaves yes. to blacks in in their states and so it, it had to be stopped it wasn't about hey come here illegally uh, get pregnant, be pregnant when you come, <laughs> give birth the day you get here, and you've got a citizen on your hands. Congratulations. That's not what that was. And it's it's ridiculous. He's right. It's ridiculous to make it into that. But, you know, it's all hate if you do, if 
you don't just buy all of it. Ah, whatever. Just let them come here and have as many children as they want. They're all citizens. We'll take care of them all for 85 years. Wasn't their fault that their mom came here and gave birth. Well, it wasn't ours either. It wasn't ours either. Somebody's got to take responsibility for that. Somebody somewhere along the line. And as the president said, we're the only nation on earth that allows that. Just come here illegally. You don't have to obey our laws at all. And uh, have a child. That child's now a a citizen of this country. Ta-da! I mean, come on! Who else does that? It's it's madness. It's national suicide. And we've been committing it for a long time. And it's pretty amazing that he has uh, has alluded to it stopping. So now that the cat's out of the bag, now that he's had the interview, I wonder if that will happen uh, quickly here. You know, it's it's a good thing to make the announcement now so that the 8,000, 10,000 people that are on their way here understand what they're getting into. First of all, they've been told very clearly, we're not letting you in. Under no circumstances will you be allowed into this country. That's the first thing. Secondly, um, in the future, if you come here and you get pregnant and you have a child, that child's not a citizen anymore. It's not. We're not going to allow that anymore. Wow, that takes away a pretty strong incentive. Yeah. Now, look, I <clears throat> totally support ending birthright citizenship. I'm a little concerned, though, of the precedent this sets on... Any president being able to strike some part of an amendment they don't like. In other words, let's think about someone like Barack Obama mm-hmm. and free speech. Yeah. I, I, applying this to something else. It's just, it feels dangerous. Again, it feels right, well, but it feels dangerous. It'll go to the Supreme Court anyway, and it's going to have to be decided eventually. So, you know, if he does the order... Um, I'm sure it'll be challenged. Yeah, you're right. It's it's going to be challenged by somebody, and then it'll it'll go all the way to the Supreme Court, and then they're going to have to make this the judgment: is it or is it not constitutional? Is that what the Fourteenth Amendment says, or is it not? As I believe. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, it's got to be done sometime. It's got to be done. Yeah, you, you know what? That's a good point. It's got to be done. So let's do it. Yeah, let's let's let's, well, force let's have the it issue. out. Force yeah. the issue, and mm-hmm. let's settle this once and for all. Once and for all. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to do that with a lot of things. Eventually, we're going to have to do that with abortion. And and figure out, wh- when does life begin? We're going to have to make that determination, too. Does life begin as soon as you pass through the birth canal? Is that when it, is that when it begins? Because that's kind of silly. I, I mean, is there anybody really that believes it's not a baby on the other side of the birth canal when the baby's in the, in the womb? But as soon as the baby comes out of the womb, now it's a child. Now it's a human being. Okay. What was it last week? The magic birth canal? Uh-huh. The magic birth canal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this portion of Pat Gray Unleashed brought to you by my Patriot Supply. When an emergency strikes, what's your first impulse? You want to run to the grocery store, right? You want to get water? You want to get food, you want to stuck up, you want to get milk, you want to have all the little essentials that you're going to need to get you through the next week or two. And what you're going to find is chaos and a lot of empty shelves. 
If you live along the coast, you already know that because it's happened a million times. If you live in a snow area, just the threat of a big snowstorm often clears out the shelves. So it's best to avoid all of this. And the only way to do that is to be prepared now before something happens. And a great way to start is with My Patriot Supply. That's who I used uh, to get my food storage. And I hope you will, too, because uh, if you don't have an emergency food supply, it's time to it's time to get this done. Check this off your list. Uh, uh, an easy and affordable way to do it is to start with a two-week food kit that comes in a rugged tote. And this week, it's only 75 bucks. when you go to my special website, preparewithpat.com. Preparewithpat.com. Or you could call 888-411-5293. 888-411-5293. These food kits uh, include breakfasts, lunches, dinners, last up to 25 years in storage, Really good food. Uh, so if you don't have a, a website, just call them at 888-411-5293. Or if, you're, if you have access to the internet, go to preparewithpat.com. It's just that easy. You're going to be glad you did. Preparewithpat.com. Triple eight. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Um, so let's uh, check into what uh, where students are as we get near the election cycle. The, the election coming up a week from uh, today? today. Yeah, hmm. I, I'm so tired. I couldn't remember. It was Tuesday. Um, what day is it? It's actually Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Yeah, we're going to get this Tuesday. over with. We're going to stop in Texas at least. And I know every state and every municipality is dealing with their own uh, ads for Congress and what. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait for the Beto, the Beto ads? barrage to stop. I, I, I don't know. If you, if, you, if you don't live in Texas, you probably haven't seen it. Uh, the Spotify ads, mm. he has the, the ad run on Spotify is outrageous. Yeah. I don't know what he spent there. Every time there's a break on Spotify, Beto O'Rourke for Senate comes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is just hammering his it's, message well, right It's now. like that on every medium, quite frankly. Yeah, it's, it's television, it's on, same thing. Yeah, cha- TV channels. All over the internet. I was on three internet sites today, and on the side ad, that when, when and this is so obnoxious, and it should be illegal, mm-hmm. but as soon as that little side ad uh, pops up, it starts playing his ad. Ugh. I didn't push play. Stop it. Yeah. I can't take that. Yeah. It, it's it's almost it. to the point where, you know what? You win. Tell you what. If, if we can <laughs> no. stop the ads a week early, you got it for six years, Beto. Yeah, I know. Cheers, it almost man. makes you want to give in. <laughs> All right. Just please stop. Stop with the texting. Stop oh. with the ad campaign. Stop. That, that's what happens when you have $60 million dollars in an ad campaign for Now you're just showing Senate. off. Yeah. You're just showing off. Look, I can, I'm can. Ubi- i the ubiquitous beta, a better O'Rourke. I can be everywhere. Oh, man. And he is. He absolutely <laughs> is. So um, students want Beto. Uh, they, they were asked, I believe this is campus reform. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went to campuses and asked, you know, are you, who do you like? Who do you like for U.S. Senate, Ted Cruz or, 
or Beto O'Rourke, it probably won't surprise you. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Don't give this away. I (laughs) I don't see where this is going. No spoilers. (laughs) No spoilers. Here's what happened. Then they asked why. Here in Texas, the big race, Beto O'Rourke versus Ted Cruz. If you had to make a decision right now, who do you think you would support? Beto. I would probably vote for Beto. Of what I know, definitely Beto. If the election were tomorrow, who do you think you'd be more likely to vote for? Beto. I would do Beto, especially because I'm like a woman. I think I would go for the Democrat. Um, from what I know Stunning in political surprise. science, I just feel like they yeah. are they push and they right. help for they things push. that would help people help, in my situation, like yeah. people in poverty and things like that. Uh, are there any accomplishments stuff. in his career that you can point to that would make him a good person for office? Um, I am not aware of a lot of specific accomplishments that he has made. Are there any accomplishments of Beto's that you would point to? I, I don't know any, I don't, so I can't I don't say anything okay. for that. Is there anything you can point All to as things like, like, yeah, he has accomplished this? Um, I think he's accomplished, like, honestly getting his name out there. I think they're not doing much. It sounds like he's really... But it's just being popular yeah. an accomplishment, though. Like, career accomplishments. I, I honestly I... couldn't point to anything. Oh. I'm just trying to... Huh. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not as educated as I would like to be. Yeah. Any accomplishments of Beto work you can point please. to? Don't vote. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anything. What <laughs> are accomplishments of Beto's that you would point to? <laughs> That's unreal. Um, I mean, he's been working really hard with mm. everything that he's been doing around Texas. Maybe he's not. He does sweat a he lot. He doesn't really have the platform to make mm-hmm. a huge difference right now. Those same right. people that are probably saying that Beto has no experience probably go to a job and they don't get hired and complain about the same thing oh i don't have any experience but who gives me that experience mm-hmm. it's the same concept man like he may no, not have any experience no, but there's probably the experience he needs to push mm-hmm. this stuff forward you know okay, though, there's a yeah, difference yeah. Mm-hmm. between like an entry-level job and the united states senate though right okay i see what you're saying but <laughs> you doesn't can matter be, it um, doesn't matter as informed about a position well, without actually right. doing it. I don't know about personal in-office accomplishments, but uh-huh. uh, and nobody I does. think he has experience and vision needed to do a good job. Beto, well, what I is that experience and vision? Resonates with young people because we are more aware. What I like about Beto is that, that right there, I, he seems yeah. to be... Mm-hmm. Inclusive. Can you think of any better or work accomplishments? Uh, unless you count going to jail for DWI, an accomplishment, then uh, no. Yeah. Shots fired. Uh. Wow. Uh, if you had to decide right now, which nice. candidate would you say you're leaning towards? I'm leaning towards Ted Cruz, most definitely. Uh, he's someone I voted for in the past. Um, I really think that he supports family, and I think that's something that's a very important Texas value. Um, and I also really like a few of his other uh, campaign if you were voting tomorrow, who would you vote for? Ted Cruz. Oh. Right, Cruz. Yeah. And uh, what things about Cruz are you a fan of? Uh, he stands for freedom. Freedom to own guns and uh, good on immigration, all that kind of stuff. So. All right. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so he gave us a little hope there at the end. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to do that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, one kid. That's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. How are you not embarrassed to get up there and say, Beto, uh, Beto, for sure, Beto. It's Beto. Beto. Why? What's he ever done? I don't know. I'm not informed. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Why? Then why are you for Beto? Mm -hmm. Please don't vote. Yeah. One of the biggest dummies in Mm. that video. um, Did you notice he wore his backpack in the front? Yes. So. So I guess it's a front pack. Is that a a new thing? Backpack would be worn on your back. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, he was wearing a backpack backwards. (sighs) Crazy. I mean, it's just <laughs> unbelievable to me. 
And then and then they're encouraged. Let's do the get out the vote thing. Why? Why do you want to get out a vote from people who know nothing about any of the issues? I don't want those guys voting. I don't want them voting at all. Mm-mm. Why would I want people who don't know anything about it, who've got no skin in the game, who who have not cared at all about politics? All But now, all of a sudden, they're hearing about it, and they see this sweaty guy who can play the guitar like this. And it's just, it's embarrassing. And that's all it takes for them. They know he jogs, and he plays the guitar like this. I'm sorry, those are two strikes against him. Whoa. Why would you jog? Do you know we have cars now? He skateboards. Why? Why are you skateboarding? What are you, 12? Oh, he can skateboard in a Whataburger parking and lot. And make sound effects when he goes near the camera. You know what that shows? It shows that he knows Texans like Whataburger. So he's going to go to their parking lot and be really hip and cool as a 45-year-old man and skateboard. <laughs> this is how in shape I am, kids. And all Texan. I am so Texan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Texan. I'm almost, I'm almost too Texan. I can skateboard at a Whataburger. Yep. Uh, really impressive. Great. Now, if you're going to buy us all, right now I'm hungry enough to where huh. you could maybe buy me with just a Whataburger burger, and I don't even like Whataburger that much. Yeah. I don't even really get the Whataburger thing. I don't get it. What about that breakfast? The, they got a you know, B.O.B. or whatever it's called. Um, you want one of them That breakfasts? does look good, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Like so, you would yeah. sell your vote because you haven't voted yet, have you? I have not voted yet. I, Why not? My wife and I are planning to do that today because we yeah. keep forgetting. Who are you going to vote for? Uh, that's none of your business, man. I don't know. You know this this Beto guy. He yeah. can he skateboards. Oh, look at that! See, look at look are at you, him. Are you considering your vote now? Yeah, look at that. And he went so fast it made a noise. <laughs> it blew right by us. Did you hear that? Look how fast he's going. All right, everybody, yeah, yeah. share this. Beto You're hearing a whoosh sound. Skateboard. In a Waterburger parking lot. I don't know if it gets more. No, it doesn't get more Beto than that. No, it's, it's oh, I'm sorry. You, mis- you mispronounced right. his name. It's Beto. Beto. Uh, by the way, a new poll is out. Oh, good. Here we go. <sighs> U.S. Te- at least he's still ahead. But, man, this I think this blitz is just having an effect. People are just like, I don't know. I just keep hearing about this Beto guy. Maybe him. Beto. Please don't. Please don't vote for this guy. Please. By all that is holy. So anyway, Ted Cruz still leads Beto by uh, five percentage points, according to a new poll from Quinnipiac. Mm. Poll was released yesterday. with So it was just over a week before. It was eight days before the election. Now it's seven. Found that 51% of likely voters favor Cruz, 46% favor Beto. 51-46? With just 3% undecided. 51-46. 51-46 to 3 um, nearly all polling of the competitive Senate race here in Texas has found Cruz leading. Yeah, I think every single one I've seen. Yeah. I've never seen him trailing. I've never. He hasn't been behind or even tied. So, <clears throat> yeah, look, polls are polls. But if this is 51 to 46 and three are undecided, in theory, those that have committed to Ted, you know, are the majority at least. You know, it's not like it's... 45, 44 with you know, right. 9% or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Terrible at math. 11% undecided. So that's a good sign, especially when you <laughs> factor in early voting is more than halfway done. 
So hopefully a lot of these votes are already been cast. Uh, for the race for governor, mm-hmm. Greg Abbott is way ahead. 99 to 1? Uh, it should be. It isn't. What is it? But uh, he's leading Lupe Valdez oh, by yeah. 20 points, 58-38. That's what, you know, Ted should be up by at least yeah. that. Yeah. Ted should be up by by 58-38. And that was your... 62 yeah. 38. That was your original prediction was 62-38, Ted, and then you changed it um, no, I'm saying a couple point. weeks ago. You said 55-45. You still sticking yeah, to that? I'm sticking to 40. I'm sticking to 10 points, yeah. Okay. At least 10 points. We'll see. I mean, I, it could be completely wrong, and Beto could win this thing. And then, uh, I mean, what a disaster that would be, though. Yeah, I don't want you eating your underwear. No. Though. Oh, my gosh. That's the other thing. Mm. Holy crap. Yeah. I don't, want to, I don't want to lose Ooh. the Senate to the Democrats, and I don't want to watch you eat your underwear three Believe feet me, I you. don't want to eat my underwear. No. 888 When your ears aren't clean, they can get really uncomfortable. They itch. They're painful. They get plugged up. You can't hear as well. A lot of people use cotton swabs, which is not good. It can damage your eardrum, and it just pushes all the wax back into the back of your ear anyway. Candling, you know, the drugstore remedies, none of, it's, none of it works. What really works? Wax RX. Go to usewaxrx.com. <clears throat> Doctor-developed system that will clean out your ears. Has a special wax softening drop to break down the earwax. And then it, there's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip that gently delivers the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush everything away. And then a pH-conditioned formula <clears throat> rinses and soothes your ears. So what do you do? You go to wax, usewaxrx.com, usewaxrx.com. Order yours today. Use the offer code radio and you'll get free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and a pat unleashed on Twitter from uh, not a cop tweets Spotify. How many minutes of ads do you want per hour, Mister Beto? Beto, all of them. It's pretty much what he did. Mm-hmm. Pretty much how that went. Uh, small mass, ba- small mouth bass. Kurt uh, tweets. Can you imagine these kids interviewing for a job? Wouldn't hire the vast majority of them to scrub my toilet. Uh, Gen Xer Kim, after hearing the students on the campus reform video, we are doomed. <laughs> there were only a few glimmers of light in the video. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that's what happens after a lifetime of indoctrination in the public school system. And then they get to college and it's even worse. Much, much worse. Cooley Drinker tweets, uh, Beto is the metric system of accomplishments. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. Um, we do have some good news, though. It's some Pat Gray merchandise available now. This is awesome. Uh-huh. Go, you go to uh, shoptheblaze.com. No, is shop. it shop.theblaze? Yes, mm-hmm. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Shop.theblaze.com. Okay? And then you can get really cool things like this. Mm-hmm. Is that a beautiful mug or what? Wow, look at the mug look you're that. holding up. They've got a hat on TV. Look at that. And then they've got... There's, there's the mug. There's the mug. I also have one in my hand. Mm-hmm. 
but we have mugs now. We got the uh, Pat Gray Unleashed t-shirt, the Pat Gray Unleashed sweatshirt. Wow. Um, the hat. There's a hat, too. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which we couldn't wear on the air, I guess. Oh, whoa. I think but, we found um, a, a loophole. <laughs> You think so? I think there's a there's a gray area right. there. Well, you and can, uh, where's, you can certainly look into that. And we got ask a, the powers of be. We got a model. We got to model the merch. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so yes, you can uh, proudly wear us all over uh, all over your area. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Thankfully, we have some people uh, policing this upcoming Halloween experience, and it's tomorrow night. So if you if you don't have a costume by now you probably aren't going to have one um it's kind of tough to scramble around at the last minute but it's probably just as well because almost everything is inappropriate anyway yeah are you cool if i dress up tomorrow as an insect Hmm? i have to think about that one an insect is that gonna hurt Mm -hmm. is that hurting anybody's feelings Mm -hmm. if i'm ant-man i might i don't know i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna do i can't imagine it but uh but maybe I mean, we're appropriating too many things. We're uh, inappropriately pretending to be people we're not. Now, it's okay if you identify as something you're not. But I don't... So I don't know why that doesn't carry over into the Halloween experience. Wait, I'm just identifying as a mariachi band right now. What's the problem with that? (laughs) What if I cross the streams on the progressive uh, bullcrap... What if I do that? What if I say, okay, no, this isn't cultural appropriation. I'm just identifying as something else. You don't know I'm not a Mexican mariachi yeah. band. Who are you to say? Yeah. For the next, you know, however long this party lasts, that's how I identify. <laughs> What's it to you? Sean White, uh, the Olympian, getting all kinds of flack because he dressed up as Simple Jack. Now, I've never seen the movie Trop- Tropic Thunder. Have you? But apparently there's a character who's mentally challenged in the movie named Jack. And uh, they continually refer to him as the R word in the movie. And so disability group slams uh, Ben Stiller at the time because he portrayed Jack. And that was offensive to those who are developmentally disabled. And so Sean White dressed up as him. (laughs) I don't... I mean... Especially when you're a high-profile person like that. How do you think that's going to fly? How do you think, yeah, I'm going to dress up as a disabled person and go to the Halloween party? Now, 20 years ago, nobody would have cared. They you know, they would have, I don't know. They, they just would have said it was, uh, you're paying tribute. To, you're acting like Simple Jack from the movie. You're not making fun necessarily of disabled people. But now everything you do has to be offensive. Yes. And it just is. Everything you do is offensive now. So that's what we have to deal with. So campus uh, reform also went out and talked to students about this cultural appropriation stuff. Oh, this is Prager U. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so this is a uh, Prager University video, but this is great stuff. Because they, <laughs> first of all, they had somebody dress up in a Mexican sombrero and like, uh, you know, one of those capos. And so, so then he went and asked students if, if it was offensive. And guess what they said? Well, you don't have to guess. Would you guys like to chat with us today? No. That's what we want to talk to you about. Hola. 
It's gonna find my outfit offensive. Mustache, sombrero. <laughs> Just yeah. You find it offensive? <laughs> Do you find it offensive? Uh, maybe a little. Do you think my outfit is offensive? Are you Mexican? No. Yes. I think it reaffirms stereotypes that are offensive to people. You think people really think Mexican people are like this and carry around marachas? No, I don't think people then what's actually the think that. Do you find my outfit offensive? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because I was told to. That's why. Because it's not your culture. Cultural appropriation? Why do you say that? Because you're not, like, Mexican. I think Mexican food is like cultural appropriation? <laughs> no. Someone else's culture that we've kind of taken. Huh. Is this cultural stumper. appropriation? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, you don't really understand what their culture means and what it means to wear these things, like the hats and the maracas. You, know, you sort of have to understand where all of this comes from for it to not be cultural appropriation. Oh, gosh. How do you know yours. he doesn't? Uh, how do you know? <laughs> oh, so now he's going, look. Going to the so Mexican now he's actually now. going to an area to talk to Hispanic people. Can I just ask you, do you like my costume? I like your your, your mustache. Do you? Monthly. <laughs> Does my outfit offend you? You look no no no. You look nice. Thank you. Do you like my costume? Yes. Does it offend you? Yes, uh, offensivo. No. No. No, nothing. That's good. Sí. Me guapo. This is guapo. This is a beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Acabo. Are you guys insulting me? No, no, it's not. Insulting me in Spanish? Um, do you like do you like my outfit? Oh yeah, it's awesome. Does my outfit offend you? No, not at all. Some people get offended by what I'm wearing. No, it's not. It's not offensive. Yeah, I white think people do. White uh, people. You're in the right atmosphere. Yeah. No original. No, no, not no original. Do you know who sold me this? No idea. Mexicans. Oh really? So you're white and you get offended, but then Mexican people who sold me this and made me this don't get offended. That, yes. Seems kind of weird, doesn't it? I love it, actually. You think it's offensive? No, not at all. Some people get really offended by this. Why do you think that is? I don't know. It just you're not Mexican, so people think that you have to be Mexican to wear that. I'm celebrating <laughs> Mexico. Yeah, that's awesome. Are you Mexican? I am. See? I'm not Me- wearing it. See? Well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should swap outfits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> wow. I mean, that says a lot right there. Every single person he asked that was offended by his outfit was, well, white or black, not not Hispanic. Then he goes and talks to Hispanics. Not a single one of them cared. Isn't it racist to be offended on behalf of a race that's not offended by what you're doing? Isn't that sort of racism? Are, are you just assuming too much? Like, you know how they feel? You understand them? Since when do you have to understand every aspect of the costume that you're wearing? The history of of it all? Well, let's see. If I wear a Superman costume, do I have to know where that came from? How, you know, exactly what date he left Krypton? Oh, yeah. You got to know. I got to know all that, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, you know, I'm talking about being Ant-Man tomorrow. Mm. Uh, Rebel Republican just tweeted at Hangry Keith, said, yeah, I can dress up as Ant-Man under the following conditions. I have to prove that I've been to at least three comic cons in the last year, have to have at least two subscriptions to comic books for the last five years, and I, mm. uh, I have to know pie. 
You have to know pi? Yeah, I don't understand that one. To at least eight spaces? Well, you've well, eaten pi. 3. Does that 1, work? 4. Don't make me look it up. Anyway, so I guess there are conditions to everything, actually, yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So. I see. It, I mean, it's, it's the typical response. A bunch of white idiots being offended on behalf of an entire race. Yeah. Again, I think that's the racism. Yeah, you're right. Yep. I, it's... Saying, I'm sorry, you, you don't have the wherewithal, you don't have the knowledge to be offended, to know when you should be offended. So we will be offended on your behalf. How about that? And Martin down the hall, um, he just chimed in our ears. Um, he was not offended, not offended by that video, and he's of Mexican heritage. Oh, I wasn't going to assume that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What part? Where, where are you from? Where's your family from, Martin? Yeah. You can just tell us in our ear. Okay, his mom's from Mexico. His dad was born here. So was part of you offended by that? Like half of you maybe was offended? Hmm. Okay. Wow. Huh. All right, well, um, again, not a single Mexican offended by the Mexican attire there. <laughs> I just... That's the world we live in, though. Uh, the white progressives uh, are, are the ones who, who dictate everything that's offensive. And I guess they don't even go to the people who are supposed to be offended and ask, hey, you guys are upset by the cultural appropriation situation? <laughs> and Which, the, the guy in the Prager U video did. Did he did. He went and asked him, and they said, no, we're good. No, that's fine. I don't care. Like, w- would I care? Wh- why would anybody care? Do you care when somebody, like, none of us came from the United States originally. None of our ancestors anyway. So... Do you care? Like, we used the example yesterday, the cultural appropriation on St. Patrick's Day. Why would I care about that? I mocked it, but why would I really care if somebody dresses up in green on on St. Patrick's Day? I don't care. You don't have to be Irish to do that. Everybody does it. If Are the only people who can participate in Oktoberfest German? Only Germans. I'm sorry, only Germans can drink dark beer and participate in Oktoberfest. Only only uh only long haired rock and rollers can participate in Rocktoberfest. Oh Rock, I see what they did. Don't there. you dare appropriate that culture. Are you appropriating the culture of rock and roll? That is wrong. That's absolutely wrong. It's it's just <sighs> ridiculous. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about something that isn't ridiculous. Something is going to help you sell your home if you're trying to do that now. You've been thinking about it. Um, this is actually a good time of year to do that. You could talk to your realtor about that. But um, years ago, Glenn and Tanya had a really bad experience selling their house in Connecticut. And he just sat there on the market for a long time. And when that happens, people think, what is wrong with your house? That is really overpriced, whether it is or not. And then you have to lower the price. So great real estate agents know about all that. They, they'll tell you when to list for how much, what will the market look like in six months, You know how to price your home commensurate with what's going on around your house, all really important. What is your curb appeal? Uh, how, how's the landscaping and the trim and the paint inside your house? Have you had it professionally staged so when people come, they can kind of figure out what the furniture is going to look like inside the house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a wall full of empty picture frames at my house. I'm not so sure that a real estate agent... No, uh, they'll probably ask you to take that down if they're a good realtor. Or maybe fill it with something. Oh, maybe I'm going to put my house on the market just to get Carrie to take those frames down then. Yeah, why don't you try that? Mm-hmm. 
Um, also, the photos that are taken inside your house are really important because those the ones that go up online, you got to get people interested enough to come see it in person. All of these things, the realtors at realestateagentsitrust.com know uh, really well. They're, they're great real estate agents, and they're fans of the show. So you have that foundation to build on. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. We'll introduce you to the best realtor in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Told you a couple of weeks ago, Disney is kind of souring on their big schedule of of Star Wars movies. They were going to do all kinds of spinoffs. They were going to do all kinds of sequels. I don't think they were even going to stop at the next three, which they've already done two, and then a third. And then I think they were going to keep going. Plus, they had the Solo franchise. Then they were going to do Boba Fett. Uh, That's been killed. 100% killed the Boba Fett or Boba Fett movie. Uh, So, apparently... um, Disney has now 100% killed the spinoff because word on the street is that uh, Disney executives took a long, hard look at the current state of the franchise and decided to slow everything down. Hmm. They did say this was gonna this was happening a while ago because the Solo movie, the Han Solo movie, didn't do it as, as well as they thought it was going to do. Nowhere near, in fact. I don't know what that wound up domestically. Maybe we can look really I'll quick. I'll look that up. But I think it was like in the 250 to 300 million range, which isn't bad. It's just not great for Star Wars. Okay. And I thought it was actually a really good movie. I liked it a lot. Uh, about 393 million. Domestic? Uh, or is that worldwide? I, I wonder. Uh, it was budgeted 275. Okay. By the way. Um, so it did okay. Let me see here. Domestic. Just not blockbuster status. Domestic gross <clears throat> was 213. Yeah. So two thirteen. So you're right. It's three ninety three worldwide. Worldwide. Shh. Those they're used to getting up near a billion worldwide. Oh, wow. So yeah, they crap canned that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next. Then, I, I guess the third movie is due in twenty twenty. Is it? I think it's. Was it before on. that? But yeah, but for some perspective here, they've also got under the search Rogue One brought mm-hmm. in over a billion worldwide. Wow! And uh, Last Jedi brought in one point three billion worldwide. One point three billion. Yeah. So Solo less than four hundred million. What was the thing? The next movie, next Star Wars release? You want to know? Mm, yeah. See if you can, see if you can find that out. Yeah. I didn't like Re- Return. Last Jedi was I, that was lame. That was bad. I did you like it? You liked it, right? Yes, I. did. Did. Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like what they did with Luke. Yeah, they, they made him into a sourpuss, like they a made him into craggled old Mark Hamill, the Twitter. Freak. Yeah, yeah, they yes, That's what they, they made, made him it. into Mark Mark Hamill in real life, and <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't um, like Mark Hamill in real life. Uh, the next one is uh, Episode Nine coming out in December twentieth of twenty nineteen. Oh, it's just next year. Yeah, well, a little over a year. Okay. Uh, and I bet, you know, if there's no other side movies to go to or whatever, then people will be more, they'll be more excited about that coming out. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, And of course, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Now, former commander of the U.S. Army in Europe says, it's likely, it's likely the U.S. will be at war with China in 15 years. Yay! Oh, good. Well, okay. Right. Uh, retired Lieutenant General Ben Hodges 
said that European allies will have to do more to ensure their own defenses against Russia as Americans focus more on the Pacific. He said, I think in 15 years, it's not inevitable, but it's a very strong likelihood that we'll be at war with China. (laughs) It'd be really bad. Uh, The United States does not have the capacity to do everything it has to do in Europe and in the Pacific to deal with the Chinese threat. Hodges, now with the Center for European Policy Analysis, was U.S. Army commander in Europe uh, from 2014 to 2017. So he's fairly recent active uh, mm-hmm. general. And, uh, uh, wow, that's probably something you'd want to avoid, ideally. I mean, in a perfect world, you'd like to not have a war with a country of 1.4 billion people. Ideally. And so um, it would be my hope that we could potentially avoid that. Meanwhile, um, Mike Pence last week was talking about the possibility of nukes in space. He refused to rule out the possibility of deploying nuclear weapons in space, saying the current ban is in the interest of every nation, but the issue should be decided on the principle that peace comes through strength. So, I mean, that's something they've really tried to avoid is the weaponization of space but um, now they're talking about that possibility because they think Russia is employing some kind of combat laser system from space. Is that just another scare tactic to push us into gear? I don't know. But we've done that in the past, too. Yeah, we got this Star Wars system that will blow up every missile headed toward uh, our country. <laughs> so can't be penetrated. Love it. Sorry. <laughs> That could be uh, exactly what Russia is trying to do to us now with this ray gun thing. Oh. Yeah, look out. 888-900-3393. Warpack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 Welcome. Great to have you with us. So is it official yet? I haven't seen the last couple of days if Megyn Kelly is completely done at NBC. I mean, everybody speculates. Everybody assumes. Uh, but I'm pretty sure she won't be back. Yeah, they're saying she got canceled. Yeah, it's just over, right? What yeah. are they doing on that in that time slot right now? Uh, probably just running Beto ads for an hour straight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably are. What was that, Rob? What are they doing? <laughs> oh, hosted by Today Anchors. Oh, like the poop in your pants guy? Oh, so good. doing it now? Good guy. Yeah, He's got a lot to we say. We need more of him. We need more Al Roker. Uh-huh. Al Roker all the time would be great. Wow. You know, because Megyn Kelly, I mean, she created the, the most egregious uh, sin you could possibly have uh, come out of a person's mouth. And that was that. Well, she asked a question. Yeah, is it is it racist to to dress in blackface? I mean, I again, I just about threw up in my mouth a little bit mm-hmm. there. I think just having the words in my own mouth, and just you certainly aren't mine. Let's be clear, um, folks. 
FCC. Uh, he was mm-hmm. quoting. Quoting Megan Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I, mean, okay. I would never ask that question. No. Never in a million years. She did because she's evil. Yeah, that's true. And should probably be, I don't know, tied to a stake huh. on top of a wood pile. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, is that it? Just a wood pile. Well, then you set it on fire, of oh course. Oh, my gosh. And if, but if, if she gets away, then obviously she was a witch. If she doesn't, well, then I don't know. It's our bad. It, she still said it, and that, then <laughs> she deserved it anyway. Okay. So, huh. um, mm-hmm. But, you know, NBC had to draw the line because they've got some standards, and one of their standards is you don't ask questions about blackface. They don't do that. We don't play that game here at NBC. Well, okay, I mean... Lester Holt did, the NBC Nightly News anchor. Uh, of course, he dressed in white face. Hmm. I didn't know that. And yeah, he showed up as, um, who is that? Oh, Susan Boyle. He dressed in not just white face and a wig and a necklace around and a dress, but it looks like he dressed in fat face too because his face is not that puffy. Wow. And so... He made his face puffier to look like... Are you fat shaming as well? My goodness. Where is our resident Lester Holt apologist when we need him, White face fat shaming. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But, I mean, that was just hilarious because it was Lester Holt and he was being silly. (laughs) (laughs) Lester. Come on, Lester. That's cute. That's, That's adorable, right? Then, Hoda Kotb. Now, she's on the Today Show as well. Isn't that interesting? Uh, she dressed up as Blake Shelton in whiteface. What? Uh, and so then she performed right next to him uh, with Blake Shelton on the Today Show. Wait a minute. But it, that, I mean, again, that's NBC. They, they've got these standards and you can't cross these lines. We don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> or we do a lot <laughs> of the time. Or, well, we do it, but you have to be the right kind of person to do it. Well, you have to be, first of all, you have to be black. Uh, and oh, secondly, yeah. you have to be not conservative. And then, then you can do whatever you want. Isn't that great? That's mm-hmm. wonderful. This is just pretty amazing. Uh, that NBC claimed they had this, we, ooh, we have this Maginot line here. You don't cross. Yeah, like the, like the, like the French with the Germans who, they they just crossed it. So you draw another um, line. You just draw. Yeah, you're not coming any further here okay. uh, after this line, and then they crossed that line. Well, they just draw, just draw another one. Yeah, and they did. They crossed line. it. Well, and then, and then and they another, crossed it all the way to Paris. Draw another one. And then they drove their tanks up and down the Champs Elysees. Yeah, and that's why there are trees uh, <laughs> lining the streets of Paris so the Germans can march in the in shade. In the shade, yeah. <laughs> so it's not not as hot for them. <laughs> That joke will uh, oh, never get that's old. Just, that's great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy Kimmel, of course, did this too. Now, Jimmy Kimmel's not on NBC, but he is a lefty. And we we played some of what he did last week, I think, with uh, Carl Malone. Is that just on Glenn Show that I, we played that, or was that on this one too? I think um, by, we tried to get it. We had some difficulties with the equipment okay, during yeah. the show. Yeah, so he dressed <laughs> up as Carl Malone and then spoke... Like he believes Carl Malone speaks and uh, referred to himself in third person as Carl Malone often did and does. And also, you know, had an affected speech pattern, which, wow, I thought that was really uncool and really offensive and totally racist. 
No, not a, not if you're Jimmy Kimmel, apparently. So don't even worry about it. I mean, that is uh, the double standard. Yeah, it must be fun to get away with stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not fun for us because we're the ones at the opposite end of this all the time. But it's fun for them because they can, you know, do as I say, not as I do. And that's always the really great position to be in. It's, wow. It's just so blatant, though, that you would think somebody might, I don't know, in mainstream media say, wait a minute. How are you so high and mighty, NBC, when you don't practice what you're preaching here about Megyn Kelly? Now, we all know that she they were looking for a reason to get rid of her anyway. Yep. And this provided them with one. But it's, it's, it's astounding, the double standard here. 888-933-93. Also, the left continues to try desperately to pin the synagogue shooting on Donald Trump. Now they're I mean they don't want to they don't want to blame anybody specifically. Mm-mm. They just want to say this is Trump's fault. Wait. <laughs> That's all they want to do. Yesterday on the morning cup of postum with <laughs> Joe and his main squeeze, uh they had Julia Ioff uh-huh. on there. Now I don't even know who she is, but she's apparently a regular because Scarborough claims that she's getting all kinds of threats. And they're threats like, you know, this uh, shooter, this psychotic douchebag murderer, uh, like he was rolling, throwing out on uh, social media about Jews. Um, so somebody, I guess, was pissed at her. If, if it's true that she was getting threats. But uh, here's how that conversation went. And how they tied the president into this whole thing. Oh, oh, Julia, let's start with you. You've been the target of any uh, Semitic attacks, some of the most vile during the campaign that any of us have seen. And it mm-hmm. is it, it's it, the same uh, the same <laughs> things that we were reading <laughs> on this mass murderers websites were being sent your way weekend and week out. Weekend and week out. Who even knows this person to be sending her threats? Right. Who even knows her? During the campaign. Uh-huh. Talk about your reaction and also about the piece you wrote about the difficulty of pinning the blame on this on anybody specifically, but stepping but. back and talking about a bigger look at the culture <laughs> that this president has created. <laughs> okay, wow. talk, talk about the difficulty of pinning this on anybody specifically, mm-hmm. but then take a step back and pin it on the president, if you would. Uh, can you do that for us, Julia? Yeah. Yeah. So, I you, could. I, you know, so, when I first ahead. heard about the synagogue shooting, my first response was, I mean, other than shock, was anger because back in 2016, when I was starting to get this stuff, by the way, on the anniversary of my family's emigration here from the Soviet Union fleeing anti-Semitism. And I remember thinking back then when Donald Trump refused to denounce these people or send them a message that this was that he didn't want his fans or his supporters behaving this way. Uh I thought this is what happens when his wife didn't like something written about her uh, failed skincare line. What happens when things get a little bit more serious, when these people become more emboldened, more heartened Mm -hmm. in a country where they can easily go to Walmart and buy an AR-15? In a country, in a wait, what does that have to do with anything? In a country where they're going to easily, easily go to Walmart and buy an AR-15, is it any different if they buy it at Cabela's than Walmart? Is that any <laughs> better a country? I mean, 
in a country where you can get it at Walmart, you know, where you could also pick up some lettuce. Yeah, see, that's what I want. As opposed to Cabela's, where you could also pick up some fishing lure. Credit card. Every time I walk in that place, trying to give me a credit card. (laughs) Stop it. You know, um, Uh, and and I kind of, my response when I saw what had happened in Pittsburgh mm -hmm. was anger because you could have seen this coming a uh, mile down the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Julia, wow. this, well, Julia, in Pittsburgh, it's specifically personally you because your family actually immigrated from the old Soviet Union to the United mm-hmm. States. And you all were those refugees that the, this mass murderer uh, actually was spewing hatred about. That this was, yes, an act against Jews, uh-huh. but also he specifically mentioned his hatred for refugees. Sounds sort of familiar these days, doesn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm so glad you pointed absolutely, that out. Though, that this absolutely. isn't just attack on Jews. This is an attack right. on immigrants. Right, so let's, uh, yeah. And now we're going to tie in the caravan to this, too, even though it has nothing to do with that. No, this right. man was, uh-huh. the flames of his hatred were fanned right. by a president who kept talking wow. about this caravan of refugees as if they were terrorists or as if they were coming to commit atrocious crimes in our country, which they're not. Well, some of them may. We don't know that. Um, in fact, we don't know anything about any of them. Because they haven't applied for, for entry into the United States. So we don't know who they are. We don't know what they're doing here. We don't know why they're coming. We don't know what brought them here. We don't have any idea, Julia. Uh, you know, as if, um, mm-hmm. and as if this was being paid for by some shadowy Jewish oh, no. lobby led by George Soros, which is just the oldest anti-Semitic trope in the books. Wait, okay. Saying that George Soros funds left wing events is the oldest anti-semitic trope in the book this defense of george soros lately it's unbelievable i heard something on a popular overnight show that referred to george soros as a hang on let me get this right it was a democracy uh loving uh um individual george soros um which I don't know if you've noticed some of these events where a lot of violence from the left takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, those are funded by George Soros. Mm-hmm. And uh, the man doesn't enjoy no. democracy. And by the way, speaking against George Soros isn't the same as speaking out against Jews. I don't even think about his Judaism Thank you. when I think about George Soros. I think about his progressivism and the fact that he has ruined the economies of six different nations on purpose. <laughs> just mm-hmm. He's a guy so diabolical that he's been banned from his home country. They won't even allow him in. And that's, that's an anti-Semitic attack? No. No, it isn't. You know, shut up with your nonsense on George Soros. <laughs> Wow, that's unbelievable. Yep. So anybody who's Jewish, you can't say anything bad about them. Though that must be nice. Huh. Yeah, they, they found a way to defend George Soros and, and kind of insulate uh-huh. him from criticism, and yeah. it was the synagogue shooting. That is craziness. Other than maybe the blood libel. We'll see that soon, though, I'm sure. Uh, and and, wow. I, and I, think, I think that's really important to point out, that this isn't Do just you? about, and I think the Jewish community mm. needs to understand that, too, that mm. this isn't just about us. This is also about immigrants, No, which and we all learned at some point. 
is really exactly. not. Which we all were. Uh, exactly. By the way, Mika, when, when Julia talked about uh, George Soros mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. sort of that anti, that anti- anti-Semitic trope. Semitic trope. Has been trotted out by Trump. Also, tr- keep in mind though this is this is a conservative guy. He's uh, he's so oh, yeah, conservative. He's, yeah, he's so far conservative. Right. Far oh right. my gosh. Yeah, just. But he's reasonable. Okay, <laughs> I'm just. I'm logical. I'm sensible. But yes, I'm a conservative too. But oh my goodness, I can't identify with any of you people not on MSNBC. Because you're all crazy. Brought it out by members of Congress mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about how, how uh-huh. a, a, a rich, uh-huh. Jew rich Jew was actually funding uh, these immigrants. Okay, I want to know what member of Congress said a rich Jew is funding th- these events. Nobody said, look and see if any congressman has said a rich Jew did that. Yeah, look. I th- what a liar. What a lying sack of crap both of these people are. Coming buying, to the United buying, States. Are, uh, or buying an election. You had the, yeah. the House Majority Leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy, tweeting later, deleting this tweet, that he didn't wow. want Tom Steyer, whose father is Jewish, and George... Okay. Wait, did he say... He it? didn't want Tom Steyer, who's not Jewish, but his father is Jewish. Really? The guy said that? Who? who? He didn't want... And yes, he said, I, I don't want Tom Steyer funding these things because his father is yeah. Jewish. So I'm now, if his father was Catholic, it'd be okay, but his father is Jewish. <laughs> so I don't want him funding these events. <laughs> well, okay, so now it's inappropriate to talk about billionaires who try to buy elections. So I guess we're not going to hear anything further about the Koch brothers because mm. one of their second cousins... Twice removed. Is it twice removed? Is a Jew. Is a Jew. Twice removed. No, it's three times. Three times removed. Three times removed is not Jewish, but they thought they went to a synagogue once for to a bris. They went to yeah, and so they were like a guest. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So, but now, but that insulates the Koch brothers. Both of them, or just the one of them? No, both of them. Both both, uh, Charles and David went to the synagogue that day. Okay. They did too. Yeah. Yeah, wow, they were, they're doubly insulted. Well, they 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 thought about going, but then the instead cousin. they sent their third cousin twice oh, removed. Soros, so. who's a Jewish Holocaust survivor, mm-hmm. buying the election. You had Chuck Grassley, the uh, Republican head of the Senate Judiciary Committee, saying that he thinks oh it's gosh. likely that he believes that George uh-huh. Soros is doing this. This sounds like something right. he would do. Uh, again, oh, no. that was not no. his standard of proof with Christine Blasey Ford, but that's another story. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, wow. Wow. That is despicable. That is just despicable garbage spilling out of MSNBC. I, I guess we've just gotten so used to their nonsense, their uh, filth. That we don't even talk about it anymore, but that is... I think they're making up for some uh, lost ground on yeah. CNN's absurdities. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do there. 888 Hopefully you caught Glenn's program a week or two ago about home title fraud, where the FBI agent from Home Title Lock showed him how easy it was to steal his home's title. Um, it took, like, no time. Home title fraud is exploding my home's title, yours too, they're all online. And in fact, Home Title Lock did this for me as well. They wanted to show me how easy it was and how easy it is to just take your title online, transfer it to a uh, your state's quick title deed, forge your signature, 
and then take that to another bank and get a home equity loan uh, from your title. And then you get the bill. <laughs> Congratulations. Now, any thief can download your home's title. They forge your name off of it, transfer it, and uh, they don't really even want your home. They just want the money that they can get when they use it to take out a loan. I, as soon as I found out this was a thing, this was possible, and it's one of the fastest growing uh, thefts in America, I, I knew I had to get home title lock. They'll take out massive loans using your equity. You get stuck with the payments, and you don't even know about it until the bank notices start coming in. And then it's too late. So if you own a home, if you have rentals, or you have elderly parents who don't know about this stuff, for pennies a day, you can get them home title lock. That puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. The instant they detect any sinister activity, they're on it to shut it down. Your home's title could already be compromised. You can find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com. You'll get a free title scan when you do. And so you get the title scan and the report on it. That's a $100 value for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get that peace of mind for yourself. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. I don't know if you've noticed it's in an earlier time slot now. Oh, I knew something was different. Yeah, that's a okay. difference. Yeah, okay. we're not getting up at 7.30 anymore. We're getting up at 3.30 <laughs> yes. in the morning. In the morning, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, so it's different. It's different. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I noticed. <laughs> but welcome, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Great to have you with us. Live or, you know, listening, who knows when, uh, uh, on podcasts. And wherever you get a podcast. Wherever, wherever. you like to. Wherever. There. Sears. Wait, no, no. Um, Woolworth, no, no. wherever podcasts are available. Okay. Uh, so Ben Franklin has a lot of them. What the hell's Ben So <laughs> You've never seen a Ben Franklin store? No. That's because I think they went out of business a long time <laughs> okay. ago. 888 uh, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Got this one. Um, Beto's next job, mm-hmm. cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> he could be. He'd be great at that. He's developed a fine cult no uh, in this. I just hope his next job is not U.S. Senator from Texas. That would really be uh, uh, no. apocalyptic, don't, frankly. Don't speak it into existence. This from Gender McGenderface. Um, I want to see all Democrat senators riding skateboards everywhere they go, you know, for climate change. Oh. Yeah. Which they would be doing if they really believed all the nonsense they spew. On Keith's uh, Ant-Man Halloween costume, pilled down Opasio. Tweets, you'd go as Ant-Man? Yeah, what's wrong? Ants are colonizers. Hater. Right. Hate monger. Monger of hatred. That's Mongering. Me. Yep, that's... From Avery. No need to worry about China. <clears throat> Just talking about the uh, retired general who says, uh, war with China is likely in 15 years. No <laughs> need to worry about that. With $1.4 billion, ah, it's just a matter of time before it capsizes. 
you know, like Guam. My, I guess. my fear is that uh, Hank Johnson's the whole fear. island will, uh, will uh, become, become so overly populated, populated that it will tip over and uh, no. and capsize. Capsize. <laughs> and then, of course, the brilliant response from the general listening to that nonsense <laughs> at this hearing. Uh, we don't anticipate that. They- <laughs> You don't anticipate that? Wow. So wow. short-sighted, General. Yeah, right? I mean... Took Hank Johnson to think of the real, you know, critical, catastrophic possibilities. <laughs> so ill-prepared in the U.S. military it, it, you're these right. days. It's, so it's probably it's symptomatic of a larger problem. <clears throat> mm-hmm. HBK Guppy tweets, uh, Did I hear Pat say that none of our heritages originally come from America? Mm. What about Senator Warren? That's a good qu- that's a good point. Yes, there are Native Americans. Uh, yes. Now, we stole the land from the Native Americans and uh, the Mexicans who stole the land from Spain, okay. who stole the land from an indigenous people who stole the land from a different indigenous people. Okay. I follow. <clears throat> so, you know, and the Mexicans at the time, we took Texas away had had possession of the land for 15 years. No, uh. 1515 15 full years. So Mexico had a claim. Mhm. A 15 year claim. You can't I, How old were you 15 years ago? Nobody can even think back that far. Yeah, you can't force me to answer that question. But I mean that's a full <clears throat> decade and a half. Thank you. It's a long decade time. Decade and a half the Mexicans controlled Texas. Yep. That's a long, long time. Mm-hmm. That'll teach you to invite uh, people from other countries into yours. Mm-hmm. Especially Spaniards mm-hmm. or uh, anybody from Europe, frankly. <laughs> Red Lane Academy tweets, uh, is it cultural appropriation to be offended on behalf of another race? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I guess not. Not if you're on the left. From Struggling Lumby, would it be cultural appropriation to poop your pants in the White House? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Uh, huh. You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Roker somebody needs to go pants. as Al Roker's underpants. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Rodney in Virginia tweets, if a white person can't dress as a Mexican because of cultural appropriation, why is it okay for a man to say they're a woman? Isn't that appropriating the female culture? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, there's that. And then how about the other the other thing where a white person pretends to be black their whole lives and then works for the NAACP in Spokane. Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> I was going to say, it's oddly specific. There, <laughs> oddly, <man>. yes. <laughs> All right. 888-900-3393. And of course, as we just showed, Deb had unleashed on Twitter. Much more uh, coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Great to have you with us. 
You know who wants to be president in 2020? <laughs> Hillary Clinton, in yeah. the worst way imaginable. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she aches. She wants it so badly. She thought she had it in 08. You know, she was 30, 35 points ahead. And then along came Barack Obama. Ah, she thought she had it again in 2016. What? I can't. Please. Donald Trump. <laughs> I could beat him uh, in a coma. And she almost almost was in one, it seemed like at times. Uh, but uh, and then she loses. Mm-hmm. And so now here she is pushing 70 and uh, not the president. <laughs> and she can't take it. I mean, Bill. Scumbag Bill got to be president. She certainly should be. I think that's what I think that's how she considers it. Plus, she's a Clinton, and they've got a birthright. Birthright. Mm-hmm. They got birthright. Birthright presidency. That's what they have in their family. You know, Bill was president. She should be, and then her daughter is the likely follow up to that. Oh. Uh, she made some interesting comments yesterday that just may help a little bit. Here's what she said. Or whatever. You know, that is, that's childish. What do you think of Cory Booker's, and you didn't comment on him, and you're, feel free. Oh, I, I adore yeah, him. What do you think about him saying, kicked him in the shins, essentially, start to get to that kind of political. Well, that was Eric Holder. Yeah, Eric Holder. Oh, Eric Holder, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they all look alike. No, they don't. Oh, wow. Oh, well done. Wow. You know, Hillary. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm sorry, can you joke about that? Is that okay now? Because it, because it's Hillary Clinton, so she, she, you know, she didn't mean nothing by that. Oh, oh, I forgot I, it was Hillary. She didn't I'm mean sorry. nothing by Say it. Say no more. <laughs> I in no ways. Tired, if that was y'all. Donald Trump, of course, we'd have to persecute him for it. Uh, we'd have to, we'd have to poke him with pickle forks until he was dead. But it's Hillary. She didn't Hillary. mean nothing by that. It's, it's, I mean, she's well, that, she's Hillary. That don't make no never mind. It's Hillary. Come on. Wow. That's, <laughs> okay, compare that with what Megyn Kelly said on NBC last week. <laughs> Why is it racist to dress up in blackface when you're just kind of, you know, you're, you're sort of honoring that person? Whoa. Oh, oh boy. Whoa. But then she can say they all look alike? Yeah. Oh, my. My goodness. That see, is really something. But see, the thing is, Megyn's not Hillary. Yeah, right. That's right. All right. Um, How come we haven't heard about this? A Utah man has been charged with sending a series of letters threatening to unleash the deadly poison ricin to President Donald Trump, uh, Secretary of Defense James Mattis, and several other top administration officials. The man, who's a Navy veteran, reportedly confessed to law enforcement that he sent, he did send envelopes stuffed with the threatening letters and ground up castor beans. Wait, what? <laughs> Which, ground well, up that's castor. you know that can be turned into ricin oh. if the poison is extracted. Okay, so properly. it wasn't just sending like vegetables in the mail. <laughs> no, right? Or no, he wasn't. If you will, because if he was, uh-huh. you'd have to arrest him for that. Nobody wants vegetables, right? In the mail, on their plate, nowhere. <laughs> I mean, if you're like me, you don't like vegetables. No, and. Um, which is interesting because the portion, this portion of the Pat Grantley show is brought to you by Brickhouse Nutrition, <laughs> where uh, what they did was well done. they created Field of Greens, which is a whole bunch of vegetables, but in sort of a powder form. And you take a scoop of it and put in eight ounces of water or a shake or a smoothie of some kind. 
and every serving is full of real uh, USDA organic fruits and vegetables. But not castor beans. But not castor beans. Okay. I, as far as I know, castor beans are not included. Okay. I don't think you actually eat castor beans, but that's what I think about kale as well, and broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. What about spinach? And spinach. Okay. Mm-hmm. And green beans. And green beans? I hate all that How stuff. How about peas? Green Ooh. peas? Well, you know what? I can choke down peas if they're fresh. Mm. And covered with gravy. <laughs> what if they're mushy though no i don't like mushy yeah, peas. that's gross you get them in the like that's how my mom used to present them to the family it, from oh. the can canned peas are always mushy and nasty <laughs> so anyway you know save yourself all that garbage um go to brickhousepad.com try field of greens you're gonna love this it tastes good and it gives you great uh healthy nutrition Go there now, BrickHousePat.com. Enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 15, 15% now off a month's supply. BrickHousePat.com, offer code PAT. You know, we were talking about George Soros and how they're trying to tie him into this synagogue attack. Why? Because he's Jewish. (sighs) And he's a leftist. And he's a billionaire. And he is trying to buy elections. And I guess if you say that now, you're you're insulting all of Judaism. You're insulting every Jew on this planet. It's unbelievable. I uh, got this tweet. Uh, George Soros is an admitted atheist, don't forget, and a ruthless businessman who helped the Nazis round up the Jews and he'd do it again. Uh, are Palestinians anti-Semitic too? Kind of a PS there to that. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good tweet. Uh, Piltdown Opasio. Because George Soros is an admitted atheist. And so to make him out to be Jewish is, I mean, I guess he's got the heritage, but he's he doesn't have any tie to Judaism. He doesn't practice it. He doesn't go. He doesn't believe it. Oh, wait, wait. Is he on the left? This George Soros cat you're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. where his insulation is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're trying to tie Donald Trump into this shooting and they'll do anything they can to make that stick which is outrageous because this is the most pro-jewish president we've ever had in the history of this country the things he's done for israel i mean who else has done that who has moved the embassy well nobody Uh, who has uh, and recognized jerusalem as the capital who has gone out of their way remember i always go back to this ireland story where ireland was saying if you go if you travel as an irish citizen to israel they were going to join that boycott yeah if you come back with a product from israel or something then that won't be allowed in the country or something like that and the trump administration went out of their way and said okay you do that then they're going to have some uh, repercussions ireland oh they slapped him down immediately they said no you're not doing that with us around nope and Ireland said, Mm-mm. ah, just kidding about that. Okay, Sorry. never mind. Go get your souvenirs from, uh, from Israel. Mind. <laughs> Our bad. This guy, you cannot make Donald Trump into an anti-Semite. No. You just can't do it. No, you're right. And even on CNN, uh, I, you know, Allison Camerata, wow. She's come a long way, baby, to get where she's got to today. She doesn't have her own cigarette, but she has her own left-wing show uh, every morning on CNN. And so she was interviewing um, Rabbi Jeffrey Myers of the Tree of Life Synagogue, where the 11 members were massacred over the weekend. 
And she was trying to get him to, I think, pin this on Trump. Here's how that conversation. Do you blame anyone for what happened there at the Tree of Life beyond the the gunman? No. I don't really foist blame upon any person. Um, Hate does not know religion, race, creed, political party. It's not a political issue in any way, shape, or form. Um, Hate does not know any of those things. It exists in all people. But can hate be cultivated? Can I mean, what we're struggling with today is maybe hate's but in all people. Maybe can you pause it for just a second? If I could phrase, phrase this another way, uh, Rabbi, but can hate just emanate from, let's say, the White House and <laughs> specifically one person inside the White Donald Trump. She wanted to do that so can, badly. Can this hate emanate? Isn't it really emanating right now from the president of the United States? And won't you please just say this is Trump's fault? Let's see if we can get him to say it. Cultivated. Can I mean, what we're struggling with today is maybe hates in all people. Maybe it's dormant. What lights the match of hate? <laughs> uh, you do. Uh, yeah, I think you're you. raising one of those great questions that people far mm. smarter than I can answer. Uh, but I, I do recall this. Um, um, if we look in the Bible after the, the story of the flood and Noah, um, God regretfully says to Noah, um, I have learned that man from his youth is prone to evil, which is, you would think, a horrific thing for God to tell us. Um, the message I get from that is, yes, there is the possibility of hate in all people, but there's also the possibility of good. And good will always win out over hate if we let it in each of us. And I have seen so much good um, these past two days, the emails, the texts. Um, when I went home last night, I, I think I finally cleared out from my phone all my emails. I woke up this morning, I had 399 emails. These are strangers, people I've never met from around the world. Jew, Christian, Muslim, Sikh, every religion. People just pouring out their hearts and giving support. And it shows me good will always win out over evil. I mean, that's interesting, sort of, uh, Rabbi. But what I'm trying to get to is, <laughs> why won't you pin this on Donald Trump? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Are you some sort of right-wing kook? Is that what's going on here? Like, look at his, uh, look at the rabbi's background, producer. <laughs> Let's 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 figure out what this guy does. He have a mental disorder. Has he, has he been institutionalized has in, he in the past to a um, uh, oh man, to the president woman, uh, or, or the president mm-hmm. or or the uh, male female mm-hmm. marriage uh, uh, wow. thing out in California? Maybe he sent some money for Prop right. Nine or whatever it is. Mm. We're gonna look into you, Rabbi. We'll get you back on, okay? Rabbi, we're not going to get you back on because you just <laughs> won't say that this is Donald Trump's fault, mm-hmm. and uh, we can't abide that. <clears throat> I don't know. Why won't you say it's Donald Trump's fault, Rabbi? Why? Why? It clearly is. Uh, could that get any, any more plain for her desperately trying to get this guy yeah, and how dare, to blame the president? How dare a man of the cloth preach love and uh, understanding and, yeah. and, and uh, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. there? I mean, yeah. that, that's a rarity for uh, a talking head on a... Uh, well, we don't. We just don't need show. it. We don't need any of that. You know what I mean? There's just no place for it on CNN. Hmm. 
<laughs> we can't abide it on CNN. Uh-huh. I, I, I'm sorry, Rabbi, you're making way too much sense. We don't have any time for this nonsense. Uh, we're going to have to cut you loose. Yeah, we got some bills Bye-bye. to pay. Got to go to commercial. Bye-bye now. <laughs> Speaking of religion, have you seen uh, Sinead O'Connor? Nice. Nothing compares to you, Sinead O'Connor. Oh, Converted to Islam. Now that's exciting. Isn't that exciting? Wow. Uh, you remember what she did on Saturday Night Live when she tore the the uh, picture of the, the Pope, Pope yeah, in yeah, half? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like 90, 91, 92 in there somewhere. Yep. Tore up a picture of the Pope and, and said, fight the real enemy. Well, now I guess she, she found peace and solace. That's great. That's in, good. Uh, that's in Islam. Good. And so... Uh, this is to announce, and, and I guess she changed her name, right? It's not Sinead oh, O'Connor a, anymore. This is the tweet where she announced her um, conversion to... But did you uh, see the name on the tweet? Well, we'll just read it. Let's see what she says here. This is to announce that I am proud to have become a Muslim. Okay. This is the natural conclusion of any intelligent theologian's journey. <laughs> really? Hmm. Um, all scripture study leads to Islam, which makes all other scriptures redundant. I will be given another... New name. It will be Shuhada. Shuhada David. Well, that's isn't that great. I'm not going to okay. remember that. I'm not even going to try to. Sorry. Mm. I mean, at least Caitlyn Jenner, you know, when she changed her name, at least I can remember half of it stayed the same. I'm not going to do. No, Shuhada. Shuhada David. David. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sinead. <laughs> Got it. That was hateful what you just did there. That was really I was hate- hateful. Yeah. Well, because I have a bad memory. I was just mm-hmm. going with what I knew. Yeah, it's, it's wrong. And you know it. Sinead. Maybe we should restore some sanity to this broadcast uh, with Julia Ihoff. She's had an incredible couple of days. First of all, (laughs) she tried to pin this on on Donald Trump. And then later, that was on MSNBC, then later on CNN with Don Lemon. Busy day for her. not only it wasn't enough to just pin it on Donald Trump. Right about how how much responsibility President Trump bears for the deadly anti-Semitic attack in Pittsburgh, and then you say that Trump sets the tone. He's allowed mm-hmm. bigots to go about their business. Hmm. Absolutely, I, I think it, you can't overestimate the power of the bully pulpit of a president. You know the things he says, and the things he doesn't say, and the way the ways in which he says them, the ways or in which say he. Them condemns mm-hmm. racist where you can see it's so half-hearted it's like a kid being forced to do something by his parents and then five minutes later he's joking to his friends or you know his tens of millions on followers on twitter that actually mm-hmm. he doesn't care all that much uh that sets a tone and you know i have to say it's not just mm-hmm. you know the freaks that steve mentioned that hear this pick up an ar-15 that they can buy as easily as they can buy a pack of you cigarettes mean Rick. oh they could buy they can buy an AR-15 as easily as a pack of cigarettes. Hmm. I didn't realize there was an FBI check on uh, yeah on buying cigarettes. Is that true? Well, I don't smoke, so okay. I'm I guess I'm ignorant about the process of buying a pack of cigarettes. The FBI check is only if you buy like one of those big packs. You can buy like a, a carton. Single, yeah, carton. Yeah, but you can't like a single pack. You can get right through. It doesn't matter. Well, what does a carton cost now? Six hundred dollars, something yeah. like yeah. that. <laughs> With all I the want federal the FBI taxes to slow me down. You know, let's have a waiting period before I. Blow I mean, up. there's got to be an FBI and a CIA and an NSA uh, background check. I would think before you can buy a pack of cigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So it's easier to get the AR-15 because I just go through the FBI check then. That's mm-hmm. so stupid. Yeah. Rick, sorry, sorry, Rick. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, you just got his name. Mm. It's also the kind of silent majority silent of majority. supporters that think this is okay, that continue to support oh. this president despite wow. what he said on Trump. You know, how many uh-huh. times have you think we it's been a on silent majority? Of- you think it's a silent majority supporters? of Trump yeah. supporters? Yeah, I want you to repeat that because I, I believe you're right. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think because think there's that? a lot of it, because there's, mm-hmm. there have been so many moments that we've discussed in the media mm-hmm. Like uh, Trump's comments, his moral equivocation after Charlottesville. Sure. And by the measure of of the past, let's say, several decades, we say this Mm -hmm. is beyond the pale. There's no way voters would support this. There's no way people Mm -hmm. would continue supporting Trump after this. And yet they do. I mean, his approval ratings nationally aren't great. But among Republicans, they're sky high after all of this, after his attacks on the media as enemies of the people, saying there, there were very fine people among the neo-nazis and neo-confederates marching uh, I, I in charlottesville so, yeah. all of it's so sick and tired of that there were people other than neo-nazis there there were people on the right other than the nazis it, it wasn't only nazis and the other people he was talking about were antifa and they were douchebags they are douchebags many of them that's what he was trying to say look there's good and bad people on both sides. Did s- some of them get carried away and are nasty, uh, reprehensible people? Yes. Yes. And, and we, we just continually hear about this over and over and over, and they keep spinning it to, to make it something it wasn't. These, Despicable. Uh, like th- I think that also matters. And as we've mm. seen in some of the darkest chapters mm. in history, mm-hmm. uh, that that matters as much as the perpetrators. It's the people who wow. turn their turn Does their it? gaze, who avert their eyes, and who think, you know, well, at least we're getting our tax cuts. Yeah. Jeez. So she's actually been forced into an apology there, sort mm. of. Yeah. Um, after that, that was a little... I guess that was beyond the pale. <laughs> it's just... Pretty amazing that uh, they continually have this person on who's just so ignorant of reality. Just pathetic. 888 right, let me let me tell you about Riduzone. We've got Halloween tomorrow with all the candy, and you know you're going to be dipping into it. As much as I try not to, my wife's got it around for the grandkids and the kids, <laughs> and they get some, but most of it goes right down my gullet. Um, so you got that. You've got Thanksgiving on the way. We know what a food fest that is. Christmas, of course, the whole month of December is like that. And then you got New Year's. Uh, so what can help you get through all this? Riduzone. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. It's a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. They took the uh, OEA molecule out of olive oil and created this patented product that boosts your metabolism and helps reduce your appetite. For about $1.39 a day, Riduzone can help you get through the holidays and jumpstart the new you for 2019. Order Riduzone at Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We also have a, a very important story that you need to be aware of <laughs> <clears throat> about killer cats, <laughs> domestic cats. Yeah, 
are directly responsible for the extinction. Wow, the extinction of a number of animal species around the world, oh, wow. including, but not limited to. What do we got? What do we got? Thirty-three bird species. Thirty-three species of birds they've eliminated. In the U.S., the popular pet is estimated to kill over a. Come on, over one billion birds, and over six billion other small animals every year. Wow, how do they qual- <clears throat> How do they add this up? How do they quantify this? <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. Because have you counted all the birds that cats have eaten? You've seen it happen. I've had a lot of cats over my childhood and into my adult years, uh-huh. and um, they're killers. Absolutely, they hunt yeah. down. I mean, they, especially yeah, well, when, when you have a couple of them together and they tag team and chase down squirrels and stuff. Yeah, but only crazy people have more than one cat at a time. I mean, there's been a high watermark of four, but we don't need to dwell on that issue, sir. I'm trying to, uh, okay. trying to make a point here. Um, I've had cats bring like half-dead birds into our house uh, once, and the birds all flopping around, and I have to call the neighbor, come over and get him. Anyway, that's uh, good memories there. Good memories, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah my Thanks childhood. for sharing them. Yeah. Uh, the biggest threat, apparently, are feral cats, but domesticated breeds that don't have an owner, owner are, aren't socialized to humans. Even common house cats that are well cared for, well fed, will still hunt and kill if you let them outside. Wow, they're menaces. <laughs> Not only that, cats also transmit disease. In 2014, domestic animals that contracted rabies, which can then be spread to local wildlife and humans. Oh, no. But that's not... Roughly that, 60% of those that did that were cats. Okay, fine. So cats spread diseases, but do cats spread the butt-tongue disease that we learned that dogs are killing people with? No, because they don't. cats are not... They're not friendly. They don't lick you in the face like your dog does all the time. Right? I mean, aren't they kind of standoffish? Yeah, yeah they're not as friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, some people... Because I mean, they're killers. Killers are... The standoffish. Wait, what did George Bush say? I'd say cats are killers. Thank you. you. (laughs) (laughs) They're not uh, uh, necessarily killers, but they, well, they are necessarily killers. Cats kill over a billion birds a year (laughs) and about six billion other animals. So if you're a cat, are you necessarily? You're a necessarily a killer. killer. But uh, poor people aren't necessarily killers they probably are yeah uh, but they're not necessarily killers um say poor people aren't necessarily cats mr president <laughs> please that would be stupid uh keith I, i'm not gonna do that my request like nearly all invasive species cats also have rapid rates of reproduction females <laughs> can start breeding oh, yeah. at just six months old oh, yeah. and they can breed every four months producing up to 12 kittens every year <laughs> Well, yeah, but... A cat can give birth to kittens in an oven. That don't make them biscuits. See, there's that truth See, right there. Right. Which kind of puts everything back into perspective because... <laughs> a cat can give birth to kittens in an oven. That don't make them biscuits. And if you just remember that truth, uh-huh. you're going to be okay with cats. Okay. <clears throat> um, Ask right. me how many cats I have right now, Pat. How many cats do you have right now? That'd Keith? be zero. You proud of me? I'm ecstatic. I'm bursting with pride. Bursting. Because didn't you have four or five at one time? Four. I said high watermark of four. Four. It was okay. back when you knew me and, you know, seven And you know what my theory is? Ago. One, you know, it's questionable. Okay. Two. Two cats? There's, it's problematic. Three. Problematic. Three. Uh, you've got a problem. Got a problem. Four. 
you should be institutionalized. At least on an FBI watch list yes, at that point. at least. I agree. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. So, <laughs> you got me. Okay. Uh, 888 Use that number tomorrow. we got much more to discuss. We barely scratched the surface today. We'll dig in even deeper tomorrow. Oh, and don't forget, mm. President might be doing an executive order very soon to end birthright citizenship. Oh, Big and news of the day. also don't forget, shop.theblaze.com for Pat Unleashed merchandise. Right. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network.